You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Mixology After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Mixology After Show. It's going down. <laughs> Seriously, it's going down. Hi, guys. I am your hostess with the mostest for this episode 10, actually, of Mixology. And I am joined by the lovely... Courtney Judley. And you can follow me on Twitter at Courtney Judley. The last name spelled N-E-J-E-D-L-Y. Yeah, go ahead and tweet us with any questions during our little live podcast at the moment. All right. So, this episode, it went down. Yeah, literally, like the song was playing. (laughs) Seriously, it went down. Yeah, so, I mean, we had a lot going on in this episode. Um, Mainly, of course, Liv. Team Ron and Liv. Yeah, but... And, you know, yeah, her fiancé, I... Jim. I felt that Jim stepped into the picture. And this episode, didn't they... We were talking about this when we were watching it previous to taping, but... He looked really hot this episode, her fiance. Yeah. Previous episodes, they made him look a little nerdy. This episode, I was like, okay. I know. You could you could definitely tell there was, like, an element of attractiveness. and 100%. Yeah. I mean, if he had his hair a little bit different, you'd be like, hey. You know, that <laughs> Yeah. Or, but Liv loved the vest. It worked for her. So, you never know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's... In mid-episode, you thought she was going to go back with him, and in that taxi ride, you know, she wanted to go to India. Right, and so that was really interesting, you know. Um, I think oftentimes when you're in routine and you're in a relationship. In a rut. Yeah, you, you just start doing things um, because it's comfortable and that's what you're accustomed to. But, you know, Liv was had a, a taste during this night of when she made out with Ron, you know, of like, you know, a little flavor, something a little different that she's unaccustomed to that is out of her routine. Yeah. And I think maybe, you know, a lot of people in relationships for so long, they're afraid, they're just used to being like codependent and yeah. they're afraid of what's out there to be by themselves. Yeah. It's like a comfort level and almost like a security blanket, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, I am not that way. I'm independent with me and you. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, I just. I'm glad she grew some cojones and she yeah. liked him. And it wasn't about, I think it was more so the fact she didn't want to hurt him. Yes. Yeah. Too. I don't think she wanted to be married. And like she said, when she was talking to Maya, you know, I should have done that a long time ago. Right. She was wanting to go to India and then uh, her fiance, Jim, made excuse after excuse and then put his, you know, magic school even ahead of this. And she was just looking for that adventure and that that romance and almost to get back to probably when they met, I would assume that that like exciting anxiety filled like, oh, my gosh, I'm totally madly in love with this person. And yet he wouldn't fulfill that for her. Yeah, so. I think his she realized like it was done when she mentioned, you know, in the cab, I want to go to India now. And he's like, well, 
what about the wedding? And I thought we we're going to be getting into getting pregnant with our five yeah. babies. And she was like, uh, no. <laughs> Which is interesting because I feel like, you know, throughout all of the episodes, we see Liv as, I don't know, you know, obviously in the in the bar, she's a little bit more living on the edge, not as safe. And he is definitely that complimentary safe person. Mm-hmm. And getting to experience this night and obviously the push from Maya and the encouragement to kind of spread her wings a little bit, she was like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen this side of myself and I haven't let loose. And and then as she's in the cab reminiscing over what had just happened with, you know, making out with Ron and then her fiancé walking up and catching her in the act, she realized immediately, like, oh my gosh, what have I done? Mm-hmm. But I think instinctually for all of us, there is an element where we do things impulsively because that's that's actually what we're feeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you agree? I do. And I, also, again, how genius the writing, because it, it's all too familiar that this does happen to people where you have that yeah. friend that's playing it safe. And Maya mm-hmm. is the one, you know, trying to don't marry him because she knows that's like her best friend. And she sees it, you know, you're playing it safe. But it's not an easy thing to tell a friend that, okay, like... You're playing it safe, but you have to realize it on your own, don't you think? I agree. I agree. And this was her aha moment in the cab when he's like, okay, so I got these tickets to this opera. And she's like, the opera, you know, what? that's not, that's not my India. That's not the excitement level and that adventurous thing that I'm looking forward to with you. And the fact that he told her he'd take her to India like three, four years ago, it's like, come on, dude. Yeah. Get with it. Which I think is also... Um, evidence of what their marriage would have been like that play it safe only stay within our community only do what we typically do which apparently they watch mike and molly a lot and oh for sure she would have been like barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen yeah just taking care of the kids and 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 had my not not, that there's anything wrong with that but that's not the life that i don't think she wants but it's interesting because i feel like had she not gone out and had this fun night she would never have known that about herself and realized, you know, oh, my gosh, there is such an exciting life ahead of me mm-hmm. instead of playing it safe. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like this was like that catalyst aha moment for her, which is interesting because now she's not getting married. Well, how awesome is Maya, though? Because when she said, you know, are you sure you want when she was trying to get him back and Maya took full responsibility she was like it's my fault I don't like you I made her do this and you know he believed even though she knew yeah what a good friend though. yeah that's a very good friend and then she's there at the end hugging her that's a really cute little moment I know okay speaking of you know this relationship and and Ron on the other side of this you know he was he, he was totally into Jessica He's sitting on the couch, granted, based on their body language, it seemed more like a friendship than Mm -hmm. a relationship progressing. Yeah. But Ron was very apologetic to Jessica. You know, he threw up in her purse, and then he also made out with Liv right in front of her. How smelly is that purse? Like, this far on in the night? I would have thrown it away. Yeah. Yuck. But, I mean, I think... It's interesting that Ron was, like, apologetic, but at the end of the day, it's like, you're a complete asshole. I, th- I think you're 100% right. They have the Ron and Jessica as more of a friendship because they do have that back 
backstory of texting each other and they know each other, but it's just, you know, it didn't work out. Sometimes it doesn't work out. They could still be friends, but I think just because just having a rough night. Yeah. All together. And then Fab, though. Fab was Where like, did Fab come from? I thought she went home two episodes ago after she, the, I guess she came back. Yeah. She's, she's at the bar and, um, she looks at Jessica as this whole scene plays out where Ron is apologetic. And what did she say? She said, like, um, he's so cute. He's so cute. So after all this happens, she's just, it's totally over her head. She's, she's forgiving. Fab's willing yeah. to. And then Jessica wants to go home until Dom tells her he's going to, what he's going to give her a, a drink and give her a wild, crazy, yeah. rock, rock her night or rock her, rock her world. world, which I, I was implying that. Sex. Yeah. But. Of course, we see later on that he's upstairs playing guitar, serenading her, serenading Jessica, and Fab's not even... Have you ever been serenaded by someone by the playing the guitar? It's kind of awkward. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, tell me about this. I don't know. It's just, it's, you know, you just gotta... All eyes on you. So it's a like, little, oh it's a little awkward. Yes. Was it? Was it like multiple people in the room while he did it? Yeah. Oh, that's super awkward. You <laughs> don't bright do red. that. No, Your face was like bright red. I was like, uh. I don't know if you can serenade somebody with other people in the room. You cannot. That's like a one-on-one thing. Yeah. yeah. Unless you have like a violinist at dinner, like that's different. Uh, but even so, yeah, you're even like so. sitting in silence, like. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, I. I mean, it was very out of Dom's character. To be something that, well, yeah, to be, I think it's, he's trying to <clears throat> show Fab, uh, there was a statement he makes, he's like, you know, you know, if the first time doesn't work, the, then the second time you try it again or towards Russia, like, that's not what I said, <laughs> but. Yeah, no, and I think Fab was implying, because I, I, they had a conversation, Dom and Fab, mm-hmm. and they had a conversation about encouraging Dom to pick up his guitar and write music and play music again. And yet he was like, all right, you know, let me let me confirm what I, what our conversation was earlier. And I'm, you know, because he said to Jessica, I'm I'm completely in a new place or I'm completely in a better place after my conversation with Fab. And it was like 30 minutes ago. Well, and then after he also got dumped. Right. So, so much happened within that yeah, time period. So I love how it's within like 30 minutes. This all happened. It's great. So... Then we have Bruce's character. Bruce and Bruce, Tom and Cal, they had a little a little cat fight and exactly. they kicked <laughs> Bruce out of the circle and they realized that their circle it's not quite complete without Bruce, even yeah. though he annoys them and it's just he makes the circle. And I right. think in the beginning when he went to go find new friends, even Cal said he's like, Oh, he starts off strong, but he, he's gonna go down. Yeah. And we saw that as his new friends, they were like, Oh my god, you're like the best, you're so funny. And he makes a joke about, oh, my God, when uh, the guy's like, oh, we're celebrating a birthday. And he's like, oh, what grade are you in third grade making fun of birthdays? And he's like, dude, uh, we've been playing this for three months. Okay, you're not funny anymore. You're done. Yeah, and disinvited to the wedding. <laughs> yeah. Who invites somebody to a wedding and you've met, like, an hour and you, when your wedding's, like, in four days? Especially when weddings are so expensive. Very and, expensive. like, a seat is $100, $150 a head. If that, it could be more. I'm in a wedding in July and it's, yeah, it's crazy. Weddings are crazy. You don't do that. The bride's <laughs> no. probably going to, his bride's <laughs> probably going to be like. <laughs> what? what did you just do? Um, no, and, and you know, the reason the relationship 
you know, Bruce felt like he had to go find new guy friends was because he was sick of feeling unappreciated. And he made a comment about his skills and talents. You know, I have skills and I have talents. And he made he made mention of table tennis. He's good at recording songs. And he's he tells Cal, I'm a phenomenal hugger. And you know that about me. <laughs> and which is so funny because I don't know necessarily think of things like that when I think of my skills and my talents, right? No, it's true. He's the glue that holds them together because when he left, you know, Cal uh, Cal and Tom were trying to talk and Tom's like, so how's your dog, man? He's like, I don't have a dog. <laughs> they don't know that much about each other. It's funny. They don't even know how to make conversation no. without him. No. So, But I love how they come from full circle at the end and they're like, he hasn't learned his lesson. He's still yeah. the same Bruce, but they still love him nonetheless. So It's kind of like our buddies here. We've got Stefan missing today and Miriam gone. It's so much better when it's more of a cohesive unit. <laughs> we love you guys. I don't think we've had a, a show with the four of us yet. So hopefully next week, all four yeah. of us, we will all be here. <laughs> That'll be fun. So like women, mm-hmm. uh, we often like women. We are women. And when we are typically interested in meeting new friends and, you know, uh, I guess relating about something in a bar, we don't come up to them and be like, oh, I have this mojito and I'm interested in guys that are this, this, and this. But I think it's so interesting that men versus women, there's like such a, a dichotomy. Like Bruce, when he goes to approach these new guys, he says, I like deep dish pizza. I've got my scorpion bowl that I brought with me. I'm interested in fake boobs, big bass beats, and movies with explosions. Which they they totally digged. You know, they're like, oh my gosh, you're so awesome. But, I mean, it's like very stereotypical of guys. True. The things that he mentioned. True. Uh, yeah, you don't see women going, oh my god. I, well, sometimes you, you see girls, like nice girls, like, oh my gosh, I love your shoes. Or just like, but sometimes when they're like catty, that's, that sucks. Yeah. They're just going out for their eye on the prize, like trying to like hook up. Then they're like on a mission. They don't want to be talked to. Yeah. Have you seen those girls? They're just like in it, like to win it. Like, Well, if we revolt, reverse the roles and say it was Fab or something mm-hmm. that went over to a group of girls and wanted to make friends, what do you think she would say in terms of like introducing herself and what she likes? Hmm. That's a good question. I don't know what she would say. I I don't think it'd be not nice because she's more like kind of like like she's that catty like yeah and she's like quick and I don't know she she I feel like she doesn't play any games maybe something uh, related to fashion because she's a designer maybe something like what are yeah. you wearing I'm a designer like I could help you out or something but I almost feel like she's specifically more of a guy's girl so I think so she too. wouldn't really mess around with meeting a new group of girls she's already got her girls. Yeah, which is I mean, it, in this case. look at her and Jessica. They already go at each other's throat. Yeah, so. it's that competitive. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, he's cute. Oh, I think he's cute too. You know, and then they had that competition over who would get the guy, so to speak. But all right, so this scorpion bowl. Have you ever had a bowl of like a margarita or something that was just like? Oh my gosh! Yeah, a killer. I have. The, uh, there's a, a Cabo on Sunset. They give you those big, big ones, big margaritas, and you get like two of them for like <laughs> super like, cheap. One of them is I them. need but, one of those. <laughs> yeah, after the show, girl. But I've seen those. What he with those scorpion drinks, like, and you know, in the harbor and the marina, they have those, and those are a, insane. It was a total hit. I mean, that was the icebreaker. Yeah, 
that was the icebreaker between the three guys, you know, as Cal and Bruce and Tom are sitting there. They're, like, sipping on there, which is so funny because you never see guys sipping out of the same drink, right? No. I mean, mean, that's a little unusual in itself. And then he he brings the bowl over to his new friends, and they're like, you're awesome because you got this scorpion bowl. And that's when Cal and Tom are getting a little jealous, but waiting for him to slip and waiting for them to kick him out of the crew. I know, right? All right. So what did you think of um, Dom's, his guitar skills? All right. So potential, or do you think he just needs to give up? uh, I've actually been in that situation where you have somebody playing your guitar and you're like, thanks, but really, you should stop. Um, I I think deep down... Because he's an actor, I think he he probably's got some serious skills. Oh, of course. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like in Jessica's position, like what was going on in her head, she was like, "Oh my gosh, did he really just do that?" And what you know, I feel so uncomfortable because she totally did when she turned around. She was like, "Is everybody looking?" Yep, everybody's looking at you. So I don't know. I thought it was hot. I mean, whenever a guy can play guitar and sing, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But when he can't sing, it's awkward. (laughs) (laughs) You don't give up on your day job, buddy. (laughs) But what did you think Fab thought of it? I think she probably thought it was, I think, I don't think she minded it, actually. I think she thought it was a turn on. Yeah, because she was the one that gave him that pep talk when she thought they were going to go have sex. And, you know, she's like, dude, you you can't give up after, like, one week. You got to, you know, follow through. And I think she thinks her little pep talk worked so we'll see see in the next episode who knows if he'll he'll he was actually implying having sex with her i don't know we'll have to find out next episode and what okay so tom and maya what's going on with them there were nothing in this episode but we did see at the end maya and bruce yeah but i don't i mean i don't i mean they definitely looked at each other for a long period of time and you wondered you're like huh are they going to go in that direction i i kind of like that because i think they can go they're both like hard, like hard, like they're smart at, so, so they can like go at each other. I think. I don't know. I feel like. I don't know. Bruce is too dumb. I don't think so. I think he's very like they're both kind of like witty, and they're both like you know, okay, they're not going to take in each other's like crap, and I think they they're like couldn't like. But do you really think ahead. Maya and Bruce? She might like that though. It might turn her on. I don't know. I I think otherwise. She's too cool. She's got this, like, independent woman, you know, I don't, I don't take any shit from anybody attitude, and I, But either does Bruce, so maybe that might be, I don't know, they might butt heads. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's up ahead. Yes, next episode. Okay, I need to bring up two things. Yes. First off, I know we already talked about Jim and, um, and Liv, but I wanted to bring up Two things. First of all, the comment about Gummy Bear. He calls her Gummy Bear. Who does that? Jim. Jim calls... I know. I'm like... (laughs) That's not a turn on and off. It's not sexy. It just makes you feel feel stupid. Like gum. Like like jiggly. It's like not cute. It's just like... I think it's... um, It's almost making her a kid. Like he's in control and he's almost... Oh, that's a good one. Like putting her in a, a lower position. Like... Gummy bear, like that's something like maybe, talking down. Yes. Like, oh. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was the first thing that I was concerned with, um, and you could tell she, she probably, 
you know, previously had accepted that as a nickname. But I think when they were in the cab, she was like, Gummy Bear. And it triggered something like, I don't want to go to the opera, and I don't want to be called Gummy Bear. And also when she gave him the ultimatum, in, ultimatum, like India or not, we're done. So good for yeah. her. And, you know, like I said, I want to see Ron and Liv together. Team Ron and Liv. Right. Well, she said something that was really interesting. Liv, when she was talking to Jim, she said, I got so wrapped up that I forgot to think about you. I feel like that was like, first of all, like such a dig. Like, wait a second. You're you're getting engaged to me. You've been dating me for at least three years or so, the episode showed. Um, you know, how do you, how are you at a bar and you completely forget about your fiance? She's not into him. Some so the truth up. came out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's see. Well, are you ready for some yes, prediction for next let's week? Let's do it. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Ooh, what do you think? So, okay. I think... Okay, well, first of all, Maya and Tom, it's done. I don't think that's happening. I think Bruce uh, yeah. Bruce and, and Maya, it's not happening either. Um, I think in terms of Dom having a relationship with anybody, I, I don't think... I don't think Jessica's into it, but I think possibly Fab she might, might give be, another chance. Yeah, round two. You never so, know. And then, wait, Cal is going on a date with, with Casey. Yes. And I think that could work. Yeah, I, I do really too. do. Me too. So that'll probably be in the next episode. But um, did I go through everybody? We did. Yeah. And Ron and Liv. Oh, Ron and Liv. Uh, obviously, that's no longer. But I don't know, because he gave her that kind of like head nod at the bar yeah, when he saw her. she was giving a hug to Maya. So who knows? That could be rekindled. I, I think it'll be more of a friendship, though. I don't think so. I think really? next episode he's going to see her, you know, on Maya's shoulder, come over, and they're going to talk, and she's going to, you know, Like he'll know. be the rebound? I don't know if he'll be the rebound. Maybe he'll be the guy that made her leave her husband, her fiancé, and they'll end up together happily ever after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, somebody know. has to be happy. Yeah, exactly. After. Right? But, um... We'll see. So we'll see y'all yeah, next Yeah, we hope week. you guys enjoyed the episode, and hopefully we'll all be here next yes. week to keep it and interesting. Make sure you go to iTunes, rate, comment, tell a friend. It only takes a minute, and give us fives because we want to be number one. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at CandyBuen, C-A-N-D-I-E-B-U-E-N. And where can we find you, Dollface? As I mentioned earlier, it's Courtney Najedley for Twitter. And then for Instagram, you can find me at... 3F Life or Court, C-O-U-R-T, 1202. See you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, buzz, buzz you later. You later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> <laughs>